You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, here we go again. This is the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast. My name is Dan Johnson. I am your host. And right now in my world, it is shotgun season in Iowa. So about three weeks, my hunting is put on pause while the uh, while the shotgun hunters go and uh, give it a try. I have a little bit of time on my hands, so I'm going to try to record as many podcasts as possible. And uh, on today's show, we are going to talk with a gentleman named Brendan, and he is from a company called Maven. And Maven is an optics company, and they build binoculars. So on today's show, Brendan is going to explain the quality of his products, what makes his products good, the price point, all that good stuff. He's going to do it in 30 minutes, and uh, then I'll let you get on with your day. On the phone with me now is Brendan from Maven. How's it going today, Brendan? Great, Dan. Good, good. So today we are going to talk about Maven. And uh, as of right now, you guys specifically make optics, correct? Binoculars? Yes, we do. Perfect, perfect. Uh, first off, uh, Brendan, tell me a little bit about yourself, um, where where Maven's located, what do you do for the company, how long, how long Maven's been around? Sure. Um... So, Maven launched as a brand um, last August. So we've been we've been going here now as far as having products available for you know just a little bit over a year. We um, launched as far as what what we were doing building building optics. We started probably about two and a half years ago of product development. Um, I'm the <laughs> We don't really have a lot of titles around because there's just three of us. So um, <laughs> we try we try to just to just kind of keep titles out of the way. I do all the design work, product design work, um, ad design, um, packaging, and all of the marketing. And um, so anything that you see online, as far as our social. Um, the website, that kind of stuff, is all what I'm responsible for. Gotcha, gotcha. And you guys are located in Wyoming? 
Yep, we're in Lander, Wyoming. Whereabouts in the right, state is that? It's it's a little left of center, um, right on the right on the edge of the Wind River Mountain Range. Okay. We're about we're about oh two and a half hours kind of southeast of Yellowstone and Jackson Hole. Gotcha, gotcha. I was actually online today looking. Um, I'm start. I got a couple points for Wyoming, and uh, I'm looking for a place to go antelope hunting. And I've just been kind of going crazy on Google Maps recently, and I'll have to look. I'll have to look for you guys and see where you're at. Yeah, there's there's a lot of antelope around here. Good deal, good deal. But today we're going to be talking about the product line, and um, I guess why why did when you guys what's your guys's background? Why why did you guys des- decide to start an optics business with binoculars? Well, there's th- the three of us had worked. Um, at another outdoor company where we were um, very much involved in the development of their optics line. Um, I worked there for about 10 years. My partner, Mike, worked there for a little less than that. And my partner, Kate, worked there for a little less than Mike. Um, But I did all the product design and marketing there. Mike did product development. Um, And so we worked worked together a lot. And um, we had had, uh, spent a ton of time developing the high-end stuff. And um, we left there probably, I don't know if it was eight years ago, I think. Um, but we kept a, a good relationship going with uh, the, the factory that we worked with in Japan. Um, I had spent a ton of time over there and so kept, you know, maintained a friendship with the with the guy that owned the factory. And in the last couple of years, we had kind of started talking about um, getting back into the optics business and what opportunities there were um, where we saw some holes in the market and it kind of escalated from there. And so here we are. Gotcha. Now, typically when somebody, and from my past experience, um, typically when someone in in your, I don't know if you necessarily, you and your other, uh, other people in Maven broke away or you didn't work there anymore than got back together. But typically the group of people feels that they can do something better than what the current company is doing. Is is that something that played a role in, in, in Maven being launched, I guess? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, when you, I think anytime you go from working for an organization to working for yourself, um, you know, there's, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, you know, yeah, I guess you always hope and think that you can do something better, and that's you know that's that's very true with what we saw. Um, you know, we we've been out of the optics game for a while, but but still keeping an eye on it. You know, as as hunters and outdoorsmen, we we were you know still seeing optics in the marketplace, and what we saw was the the price of the high end optics at retail getting up you know close to three thousand dollars and more, and you know, we we knew the quality of a factory that we were had been working with in Japan that we could we could meet that that quality level, um, the performance level of that type of glass. Um, but I think that the key was when we figured out and uh, you know that we were going to do it differently by by just going direct to the consumer, and by doing that, you know, we can spend more money on the product. Um, we cut out a middleman, so 
in essence, uh, you're get you're getting uh, that quality of a product for half the price. You know, if you go into any retail shop and buy something, you're paying um, the retail shop who's paying the supplier. And so it's you know, say you have a product that costs as a as a manufacturer a brand something that say costs a hundred dollars. You would traditionally sell that to a store for two hundred dollars, and then the store would sell it for four hundred dollars. Well, we're we're cutting out that last step and selling it direct. Gotcha. So our high end our high end glass, or our I guess our our um, our most expensive glass, um, we the stock units start at a thousand dollars. Well, those would sell for over two thousand dollars if they were in a retail shop. So we knew that that was going to be a a real key to our success. Now, obviously, you don't have the marketing benefit of of being in stores all over the country, so um, people can just walk into a shop and and you know check out your um, product. So that's a you know that's a bit of a hurdle, and um, you know we hope to overcome that by by the way that we're advertising, by the way that we're getting the word out through. people that are actual mavens, people who are trusted experts to spread the word because that's, you know, we don't have the benefit of, of having a salesman telling people what to buy. We, I think what we have is even greater than that is when we sell a product to somebody, they become a spokesperson for us. And that's, right. that's kind of been what's really helped us out so far. I know, especially in the hunting industry, I've, I'm going to put this in quotations, but I've been in the hunting industry, quote unquote, for about eight years. I've been to a lot of trade shows. I've been to the ATA show several times. And one thing I always hear people say is they like to, to have their hands on it and, you know, I guess feel it, grab it, touch it, use it before they actually decide to make a purchase. How, how how are you going to kind of beat that? Well, you know, like like I mentioned, the because we can't be in stores. I mean, there's a, you know, that's that's part of the that's part of the reason you saved a thousand dollars on these is because we haven't done that. So hopefully that that hopefully that means something to people. The other thing is, you know, hunters hunters talk about their gear all the time. Right. So if you get online and you search the blogs, you're going to find out about us. Now, again, a lot of there's there's a lot of people out there who aren't going to aren't going to um, pull the trigger on a purchase until they, until they use it. So we offer a demo program where people can get on our site um, and they can give us, they, they, in essence, they purchase a binocular for a, you know, two week period. If they like it and they want to keep it, they can. Um, if they like it and they want to build a custom unit, um, they just return that. We give them a shipping label so they can return the optics. So we we have a demo program for people that that need to check it out. But you know, really, w- the way that we're trying to get out there so people can test it is we go to a ton of consumer shows. Gotcha. Um, so we we go all over the country um, and hit a lot of the hunting shows, the birding shows, the outdoorsman shows, and so we can be there. People can test the optics and um, see what they're all about. Cool. So let's get into specifics here. Uh, I'm on your optics page here, and I'm looking at basically it says B1, B2, and B3. And it looks like there's yep. three different kinds, and then with those three different kinds, it it, uh, it basically breaks down into two 
different kinds. So if my math is right, we have one, two, three, four, five, six different um, options. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, go ahead and let's start with, I mean, I'm looking right at B1, B2, B3. Why don't you go ahead and start and kind of break down the product lineup and maybe even elaborate on what pair of binoculars would be good for what type of hunting? You know, in the Midwest, tree stand hunters or, you know, out West guys that need uh, a little bit more powerful magnification. If you want to break that down, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, like you mentioned, we have three different um, models A B one, um, which is an eight by 42 and a 10 by 42. Um, we've got a B two, which is a little bit larger binocular. It's a nine by 45 and an 11 by 45. And then our B three is our compact and it's an eight by 30 and a 10 by 30. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's funny it, you hear people talk about those numbers all the time, but it's, it's, you know, very frequently we talk to people at the booth that don't really know what those mean. And so, you know, to, to kind of get to binocular basics, the first number, um, is the magnification. It's the number of times that what the, what you're looking at is magnified. So if it says an eight by 42, um, you're magnifying whatever you see out there eight times. If it's an 11 by 45, you're magnifying what you're seeing out there 11 times. Um, and then the second number um, in our line, there's a 42 millimeter, a 45 millimeter, and a 30 millimeter. So the B1, which is an 8 by 42 or a 10 by 42, that 42 um, is the, the width of the objective lens in millimeters. Um, so... Um, the B2, 9 by 45, 11 by 45, it's got a 45 millimeter objective lens. And then the compact's got a 30 millimeter objective lens. Now, what, what that affects is as that number gets bigger, the, it brings more light in, obviously. And so you're going to have a, a, a brighter view. Okay? Um, and that's what, what, that, what that helps is in the, you know, before before the light comes out or, you know, after it goes away, the bigger that lens is, um, the more light you're going to get in later. Uh, so that's the big difference between a full-size binocular and a compact. In the middle of the day, you're not going to see a ton of difference between a, a, a full-size and a compact binocular. Um, but when it, when it starts getting darker, that's where, you, that's where you're going to notice the difference in, in the light that it, that it brings in. So, it should make sense that a 30 millimeter objective um, compact is just not going to bring in as much light as a 45 millimeter. Now what happens is as that number gets bigger, the binocular gets bigger. So you get better performance in low light, but you also have to carry a bigger optic. And so that's just kind of binocular basics. Um, our B1, the 842 and the 1042, that's a very traditional um, binocular. That's probably the 10 by 42 is the most common sold uh, binocular in the U.S. And so, you know, if, if you're trying to break it down, I guess, to who these would be best for, um, you know, a lot of times it comes down to if you're a backpack hunter, um, if you're a four-wheeler hunter, if you're a truck hunter, if you're a tree stand hunter, and how much weight you want to carry around. Um, because really, if you're hunting, you know, if you're hunting a, in a tree stand and you're somebody who's, who's, you know, 
not shooting till daylight, not doing a lot of hunting in the super early or late evening, a compact binocular is going to be great for you. Um, you know, it's it's very light, it's easy to pack around. Um, a lot of a lot of bow hunters like to carry compact, um, but it's you know if you don't mind having that weight around your neck or in a harness, um, there's the the 42 millimeter objective is great, uh, but a 45 millimeter objective um, will bring in more light and you know, bring in more light in low light situations. It's just a little bit heavier, so I think. Primarily, what you're looking at is how much weight you want to carry around um, when you're hunting, and that's that that changes. You know, some guys are backpack hunters and they don't care about about how much weight they carry. Some guys backpack hunt and they they only want a compact, you know, a compact and a spotting scope. So it's really hard. It's it's you know it's a it, it, it's it's kind of hard to generalize. Western hunters typically want um, a higher magnification binocular because they're looking out there farther. Um, East Coast hunters don't necessarily need to look out there quite so far, but those those things change from person to person. I always like a lower magnification optic. I can hold it steady, easier. I have a wider field of view, um, and I have better light transmission. That's that's what matters to me. The next guy could be the exact opposite. Gotcha. Now. We'll talk about price point here real quick. Of these, of these, these six options that that we have to choose from, I take it it's going to go compact is going to be your your cheapest, and then the B1 is going to be the the B3 is the cheapest, the B2 or the B1 is right in the middle, and then the B2 is the um, the higher end. Yep. So the B3 starts at five hundred. Um, the B1 starts at 900 and the B2 starts at a thousand. So, um, you know, I, I guess I, I didn't really get into why I say starts at is that, that one of the real keys to what we're doing is that you can customize any of these. And that's what most people end up doing is they build their own, um, binoculars that you can do through our site. So let's take, for example, the B3, the compact starts at $500. Um, if you do the 8x30, it's 500 If you do the 10x30, um, it's 530 um, But then you can customize the rubber. Uh, you can pick uh, one of five camos that we have in black or gray. And then you can pick, we have, I think, eight anodizing options for each of the anodized aluminum pieces. Um, and then you can engrave your name on it. And each of the optics that we sell do that. So that's what I mean by starts at. It, it increases a little bit what you're paying for each one when you do that. Um, the camo is the thing that increases it the most, um, but really you're getting a you're getting a custom optic um, for a pretty darn good price. Gotcha. Now I'm going to backtrack just a second here before we get into um, some other things, but and this is kind of a general question, but and you, and you can talk about Maven's glass per se. What mm-hmm. makes what makes binocular glass good? Um, wow, this is a, this is a, a day long conversation. <laughs> itself. And that, that's the problem is it, you know, I, I get on some of these, these forums and look at it and people have, what companies have done is they have given, they have given, um, like trademark names to their glass and their coatings and, 
and it makes it it makes it really hard for the consumer to you know when you read those to what those actually mean um, the you know the quality of glass what the best way to explain it is and it's hard to do without without just taking it out and looking through it is um, in low light situations you're going to have a very expensive glass have great light transmission you're going to see you're going to see well past sunrise and, and before sunrise um, the the way that it's made is very similar across the board um, it's just the clarity of glass and the time that it takes to make it like anything if something takes longer to make you can end up paying more for it and without going into the chemical details of, of what the difference is it's just something that takes um, it's a, it's a, a process that takes longer on a high-end glass than it does on something that costs half the price I'm not an optical engineer. Um, I'm the designer, so I do the ascent. And so what I do is, is trust the guys that are building this thing to do it right. So we end up specking what we want as far as the light transmission and the clarity. And so that's that's kind of what what ends up you say, this is where we want it to be. And then you're going to pay that type. You're going to pay a, a high price for that type of light transmission. Gotcha. So, I, it, it's it's really difficult to say this is what makes our glass. But what we try to do is get people to take it out, use it against other people, and and, and they'll say this. You're you're right. It is. And so it's. I could sit here all day long, and I will sit here all day long and say that this is where our perform ours performs. But I'd, I'd rather that people um, looked elsewhere for that because. That, I think you're going to believe somebody else saying it before you believe me. But maybe, you know, maybe that's not the case. Is there, when I'm looking through a pair, pair of binoculars, other than low light, how how good it looks low light, what can, what's something somebody should be looking for other than low light quality on a pair of really good binoculars? You know, the, the best thing is that the, the way an object appears from edge to edge. Um, and so if you're looking at the center if you if you look out there at something about 100 yards and it looks great right in the middle, right in the sweet spot, you want to also look down towards the towards the edge of the lens and see what happens there. See if there's any distortion. See if you have if you're looking at something that is perfectly vertical or perfectly horizontal and see if that see if those lines bend or see if you have any color um, change that goes out towards that edge, or if you see any blurring as you get out towards that edge, that's really what you're looking for. And that's what you can, that's what is uh, high in glass. Like you're looking at through ours does not, it doesn't have a lot of that distortion, but that's, that's the thing I think that is probably the easiest to, to see for the, you know, the general user is a, something that changes when you go from the sweet spot out to the edge of the glass. Gotcha. Now, I myself, I'm pretty, I'm pretty hard on my equipment, and my current pair of binoculars um, is is very good. And in my opinion, it's, it's pretty good, very good brand, and uh, I beat the shit out of it. <laughs> what is? I mean, I've, I've I've had to turn it in. I'm getting ready to turn it in for my second time for them to fix it. But um, do you guys have a warranty, or I guess speak on the durability of your product? We have a three-day warranty on our stuff. So anything that happens within... I'm, th- I'm, I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why 
I got the silence there. <laughs> like, man, a three day war. I just heard I just heard everybody <laughs> click off this. <laughs> Uh, no, we have, and, and, and you know that there are a lot of uh, a, a lot of people ask us that, and that's you know that goes in. A lot of people make their final decision based on the warranty, and so um, we have a lifetime no fault warranty. Um, the the warranty stays with the binocular. If you end up selling them to somebody or giving them to your son or your daughter, and um, they sell it, it doesn't matter who owns the optic, um, as long as it says Maven on it. There's ever any uh, issues that come about, we'll we'll stand behind it and we'll either fix it or replace it. Uh, any any charges other than like the shipping cost to get it to you? Nope, no charges. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> Can't be free. Yep, yep. Good deal, good deal. Um, I guess is there? I mean, as far as the durability, then you know, to to maybe prevent that from ever happening. I mean, describe the casing, the the actual where I'm touching it with my hands. What's that made out of? Um, yeah, scratch so resistant. So, yeah, so we've got a rubber armor coating um, that you know most every binocular has a rubber armor coating, especially if you're you know you're getting into a high end glass. Um, and then um, the the lens coatings are scratch and oil resistant. Um, you know, obviously if you take a you take sandpaper to them; it's it's gonna it's gonna go right through that. But they're 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 very very durable. And yet, you know, when you offer a lifetime no fault warranty, you've got to make it durable binocular because people, you know, people who hunt especially they 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 are hard on stuff. Um, you know, they'll be crawling around with these sometimes in a harness, sometimes they're not in a harness, um, but they're they're super durable. Um, you know, we haven't we haven't been around all that long, but we haven't we haven't seen a lot of returns. One of the one of the uh, things that I think is a little confusing to some people is when you actually scratch your binocular, when you scratch the lens, it's there's very little um, that you take away from the performance of a binocular when you scratch the lens. And what I always like to do is if it's and I show people this when, when they come to our booth or whenever I can, is you can put your, if you take your fingers and spread them out a little bit and put them over the lens, you know, put them over the objective lens, one, you know, the right side or the left side, and you leave a little bit of an opening there to see through, you're, you'll be amazed at how good you can still see with, with your fingers over those lenses. So imagine that, you know, a scratch in that thing is, is very, very small. You know, if you if you've done a ton of damage with scratches to you, obviously we cover that in our warranty, but it really doesn't have much of an effect on the performance of the binocular. Gotcha. That's pretty. Yeah, I guess I've I've noticed that mine, my current binocular, the right side is just black. It's broken. I mean, I've dropped it out of the tree stand, I've kicked <laughs> it. So I can't say that mine mine works, but um, I guess for. For someone who's looking for a pair of binoculars, whether they're a Western hunter or, you know, Midwest tree stand hunter or East Coast tree stand hunter, anywhere really, why should they choose Maven? Why should they give Maven a try? Well, you know, when when we started the company, um, like I mentioned initially, <coughs> excuse me, being able to get a very high-performing op- performing optic 
um, for half price is is huge. We don't like yeah. to lead with that as far as why you know what's what's great about you. Well, it's it's a great binocular for half the price. Well, it that's that's a big part of it. You know, you're getting something um, that you may have to do a little research on. It's not as easy to to get a hold of, but but you're saving a lot of money by purchasing a Maven. Um, the other thing is you can customize it. That's a that's a huge thing that nobody's doing. Um, you can pick how you want it to look. Um, you can engrave it with your name on it, phone number, or some cute message that you want to put on there that we get a lot of. <laughs> um, the the performance is second to none. We put our we put our glass against anybody's out there, and um, we encourage people to 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 again. Don't don't just take our word for it. There is so much information out there online um, that we recommend. Just go go surf around. There's a lot of people talking about them. Um, there's uh, there's a lot of editorial in hunting magazines. We just recently uh, were awarded the best of the best um, for our B2 in field and stream for optics for 2015, and that's a huge deal for us. Oh, yeah. You know, it's we're a, we're a small company, and so. Getting the word out that way is a is a big deal. You know, we're going against we're going against some big companies, and to get that type of award really means a lot. But you know, that's what I would would encourage people. You know, do your research. Go look for go look for other people talking about our brand, and and you'll see some good things. But you know, the price, the performance, um, the the customization. I, I think I think people are really really happy when they buy a Maven. Cool. All right, that's good to know. Now the very last thing is when some you know if someone wants some more information about uh, Maven, uh, where do they need to go? Include your you know social media and all that stuff. Yeah. So our website is mavenbuilt.com. Um, we have all the information there. We'll launch any new products there, um, and. Uh, you know, anything that we don't answer there, we have an email address, info at mavenbuilt.com. You can answer or ask any questions. Uh, we also have a Facebook page where we, I'm on that all the time. Um, get a lot of, get a lot of questions through there. Um, we have an Instagram page. Um, and, and, you know, those two avenues are, are great. We see a ton of stuff from our customers there and, and um, you know, you'll be able to see anybody that gets on there will be able to see uh, what people are doing. And I encourage people to talk to each other there or look each other up and ask, you know, ask somebody who's out there using them every day the questions. Gotcha. And, and you know, one message or one question just skipped my mind, so I'm going to backtrack. But as far as a binocular, a customized binocular is concerned, how long is that taken if, you know, let's say I, I have a uh, uh I order a binocular that has all the bells and whistles, and I have, you know, I, I completely customize it. How long till I'm getting that? Okay, so the the stock unit we keep three different colors in stock. Um, about through about the first four or five months, these these three different colors were were the most common. So we keep we keep um, each. So the B1, the B2, the B3, we have in a, a gray rubber with black highlights. Uh, black anodizing. Then we have a gray rubber, a, a black rubber with silver anodizing, and then we have a gray rubber with orange and silver anodizing. We keep those um, throughout our line. We keep those in stock, and those can ship um, the day after the order. If you decide to customize, we quote three weeks, 
and we always try to beat that. But, but three weeks on the outside. Now for Christmas, because a lot of people are looking at that for Christmas, um, we're guaranteeing anybody that does a custom um, as late as the 17th of this month um, we'll get it there by Christmas. Of course, if you order a, a stock, we'll have it. You know, we'll, we'll be shipping um, for Christmas Day. Gotcha. Cool. Well, I, you know, I want to say, Brennan, thanks for taking time out to uh, talk with me today and uh, spread the word on Maven. Um, so, thanks. Thanks. Sure, sure, man. I, pre- I appreciate you thinking of us, Dan. Yeah. Um, and um, hopefully, hopefully, your listeners out there. Um, you know, if any of them come up with some more questions or get hold of me directly, I'm, I'm always happy to talk about it. There you have it. Uh, I really, I really enjoy finding out new information about new companies. That's part of the reason I did this podcast, uh, so that I can bring you guys closer to new and interesting products. You know, not to say that there's not a lot of good products out there already, but uh, hearing a, hearing a different story from a different company is always intriguing as well. Now, Brendan and the other guys at Maven have offered to do a giveaway with us, just like the the previous weeks. Um, they're going to be giving away a B3 eight power binocular, and uh, just like we do with. You know, I try to do with every podcast, uh, share the Facebook post that mentions this and, uh, then make sure you comment on the, uh, on the actual podcast on the website. Make sure you guys are turning in, uh, tuning into iTunes and Stitcher. I'm, I just recently have got up on those. So, uh, I'm everywhere now, not, not quite everywhere, but, um, I'm starting to grow. I'm getting some good feedback. If you guys, like I always say, if you guys want me to, uh, interview a company or have any suggestions for me, uh, let me know and I will either delete your email or I will take it to heart and, uh, and make those changes. But, uh, like I said, uh, These guys are going to do a giveaway, so make sure you spread the word there. And um, that's about it, guys. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Spread the word and wear your damn safety harness.